Welcome to our podcast, The Same Difference. I'm Rosie. And I'm Rachel. And this is our podcast that you're listening to. <laughs> Y'all, we have not recorded in so long. Like, so literally leave me alone that I can't remember what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> it's okay. been a minute, but... But, but it's, it's good because the summer was just all over the place, like usually how summers are. So now that, like, I'm more scheduled, I feel like the podcast can be more scheduled. Yeah. You know? Sure. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Great. Um, Rachel, what do you want our listeners to know for this week? Okay, I have two things that are very like shallow. Like <laughs> they're not they're not like anything crazy or deep. But um the first is that I ordered an airy like pajama jumpsuit, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. And I was worried about it because it was a size small and like I'm short so like I knew it would fit me that way but like I wasn't sure about in other ways and like we're gonna talk about it when I'm like kind of self-conscious about stuff and so anyway I was worried but I was like you know what it's on sale and I have a five dollar reward and I have treat yourself (laughs) and I also have my like birthday coupon so I was like I'm just getting it like it was originally probably like something stupid because that's what how airy is like it was probably like fifty dollars yeah and I got it for twenty dollars including shipping that's great so I was like we're going for it and I'm so happy to report that (laughs) I'm wearing it right now (laughs) and it's adorable and it's adorable yes and it's it's just perfect so and comfortable um, which is key for her oh my gosh that's the biggest thing so yeah so it's comfortable it's really cute it makes me feel like put together but like you know I'm chilling yeah and then that's the first thing that's the first thing and the second thing is also about a purchase and that is that I finally like after months like I've been literally been thinking about this for months I finally just went ahead and bought the stupid blue light glasses <laughs> that I'm not even sure like I believe that work but whatever I'm trying to you know I want to look cute and like also if I can like protect my eyes but yeah so I bought them and there was two pairs for $15 and I was like okay we're just going to go for it she's a professional bargain shopper oh my if it's not a bargain like I don't want to talk but Anyway, what what about you? What do you want them to know? Um, so earlier I was talking about how I really wanted to take a break and just rest before I got into like getting a new job or whatever because I recently lost my job. Um, but I got a job. Drum roll. <laughs> we need to like insert the drum roll. I applied to a lot of different places and a lot of different positions. There was like a wide spectrum. And the job that I got is a barista at Starbucks, so that's super fun. Um, Not what I was really hoping for. It was kind of on the lower end of what I wanted, Um, but I'm just really trusting God and trusting the process that it's the right thing for me right now, so yeah, that's what I want everyone to know. Yes, that's (laughs) a great thing for them to know. Yeah, so um, on today's episode, we... um, Well, I came up with the idea that we should talk about um, female characters in media, so like movies or television that um, impacted us while we were growing up or impact us still now. And um, do you have anything that you want to like start off with? Yeah, like at first when you texted me about this idea, I was like, oh, she's going to have so much more to talk about (laughs) than me. Like she's so good at remembering like characters and stuff like that. 
But after I started thinking about it, like the more and more time we sat on this idea, I like got more and more excited and like mm. realized like I actually do have a lot to say about it. And maybe mine are more now and yours are more past, but mm-hmm. I think that just shows like the same difference. Yeah, I was just about to say, I feel like this episode will do a really great job of showing our same difference because even though we're going to be talking about the same topic, um, we're talking about different um, like aspects of it. Yeah, different aspects of it and how they've impacted us separately. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I don't really know if you want to start or do you want me to... Um... Yeah, I can start. Okay. Um, since I'm feeling so chatty today, when it comes to... Th- when I think about like female characters in TV shows and media, something that I've thought about a lot recently, like especially in the past few years, is like um, body image. And yeah, it's just like it's so impactful like, what we see and what we don't see in media, and I think, like, what we don't see can make such a difference, because, like, although the, you know, media and, like, YouTube and TV shows and magazines, like, if you look at magazines, like, of course, all of those things, like, I guess you could say they've gotten better since the early 2000s, but, like, yeah, I agree, but it's just, I don't know. It's still, like, we have such a long way to go. I mean, like so many other things in our country. Right. Like, there's still such a long way to go, and the, like, lack of, like, representation of all different body types in female characters can be, like, really, I don't know, damaging feels like Mm. a really harsh word, but, like, it also feels kind of true. Yeah. Like... It's not something I think about all the time when it comes to, like, my own body. But, like, I'm sure of the 23 years that I've been on this earth and seeing certain female characters and their bodies and mine doesn't necessarily look like that most of the time, it can definitely be like, ooh. Well, I think a lot of it is more so unconscious Mm -hmm. than anything. And I think that's where it makes one of the biggest... Um, and potentially damaging aspects because, um, it, you don't realize it and it's just something that your brain has been trained to believe is the best way. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, one of the biggest reasons that brought me into wanting to talk about this, this is something that I talk about a lot just in general. It's something that I'm very aware of, um, because, for uh, movies are a really big part of my life and they're something that I'm really passionate about and and, um, they've always just been a part of like my growth Um, but the the catalyst for this was watching the new Star Wars movie (laughs) which was so good and I'm not a Star Wars person yeah so there's these um, I mean they're they're been out for a while now but there's three new Star Wars movies in this, um, like, you know, big franchise or whatever. Um, and the main character uh, for the new ones is Rey. And she is just one of the most amazing female characters I have ever been able and honored to see on screen. Like, she changed my life. Like, for real. And the, I literally watched the movies for the first time, like, only a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I love them so much that I wanted Rachel um, to watch them with me. And she ended up 
like loving them too which is crazy because she doesn't like Star Wars she's never seen any of it before mm-hmm. but these movies were just really good um but what I love so much about Rey is that I I just I needed her as a little girl like I needed her when I was growing up because she's in, she's incredibly independent um and very strong and very capable um and even though there is like a potential um opportunity for romance it's not her main concern it's not even a secondary concern it's like only if this happens like only if you become good and you figure out your own issues then I can um think about this or engage in this yeah and she's trying not to spoil the movie for anyone (laughs) you'll seriously have to watch them and like I'm not a movie person and I'm not a Star Wars person but like so good. Like, I was screaming. So. <laughs> Do you think I described that in, like, a good way yeah, without well, Yeah, I mean, pretty much you're saying it was Ray, and she wasn't being the person to solve this guy's problems or make him better or fix him. She was like, you got to figure it out because I'm doing my own thing and I'm figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of rare in media, um, at least, like the movies that I've watched growing up and um that is another big thing that I wanted to talk about like with this podcast um because it's as I was thinking about recording this it was very interesting um because I was just thinking about how when I first started reading Twilight it was early middle school and well it was middle school beginning of middle school through early high school. Those were the five years that the books and the movies were coming out um, for me. And at the same time, middle school was when my parents got divorced. And I feel like middle school is the time when you first start to think about love and Mm. figure out your meaning of love. Mm. Twilight is foundational to my idea of love. Yeah, which is hard to say um, and hard to come to terms with because in different ways it can look toxic Mm -hmm. and harmful. And so that's been something that I've been trying to um, wrestle with because I didn't have parents to look at as love, you know, because it was Mm -hmm. at that point that they were separating. And, of course, Mm -hmm. they had... You know, they had a wonderful friendship, and they continued to be civil and things like that, which is very, very important. But that is at the exact same time that I started to read Twilight. And I didn't realize that. That's a great connection. Yeah, and my mom, like, remembers, she tells me this, she remembers me saying to her, I now know what love is after reading Twilight, which is such a, like, type four romantic type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very much a romantic, but... It's been very interesting to me to know that that is the foundation of my idea of love. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I never realized that that was the timing of everything. Like, yeah. I didn't put that on the timeline together. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so I guess, really, I've just been trying to figure out, like, where are the healthy parts of that yeah. story? And reading Edward's perspective of it... Um, it's easier for me to, um, okay, let me start over. So with Twilight, 
it's basically like Bella is the most boring character ever and Edward is this vampire so he's incredibly interesting and Bella just basically gives up her life to be with Edward. I mean that's like a very very yeah. basic explanation of it. And so I guess me growing up was like okay, that's what you do. You just find your person and that's and they're the center of your world and you're going to be so much happier after that. Your life is going to be nothing before and once you get him, it's going to be everything mm-hmm. because that's what it was for Bella. Right. Mm-hmm. Um which I think in some aspect can be kind of damaging um thinking that your life is nothing until you meet your person but that's a very foundational thought right that I have yeah so and that's really played into a lot of um big disappointments that you've had Mm -hmm. in your life you know even and that makes sense because like you're saying even if you're not thinking about it just like how I'm not thinking always about like how I look Mm -hmm. or my weight or whatever like it's unconscious and it's just like in the fiber of like how your brain connects things right but the good thing about brains is that they can be rewired and you can prune things off like that's a real thing well I would like to say I've been doing that ever since (laughs) yeah I ever ever since my foundation of this idea started so Mm -hmm. but like that's that was my reality, you know, 13 years ago. Right. So, it's just all very interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you've, like, grown up with these books and movies and, like, thinking about it. And then Midnight Sun comes out recently, and now you have the Enneagram in your life, too. Mm-hmm. And now there's just, like, you just have more life experience, too. And more of your own, like, love whatever disappointments or experiences that you can be like oh well like I don't know if this is completely like valid or like this is fiction isn't it right right but like even going I know I've talked a lot about Twilight but like again like I said it is very foundational to like who I am as a person just because it was such at a crucial time you know middle school is such a crucial time of you like figuring your entire life out and Mm -hmm. early high school but um it wasn't just Bella, you know, like all of the Disney princesses, yeah. all that they did was they lived their lives and then they fell in love. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of the story. The story right. ended there. So you imagine, like, if you have no story left after that, then you imagine, like, the way that they portray it, happily ever after, you know? Right. So to, it was repeatedly conditioned in my mind that that was the goal. Right. That was the that was what you had to achieve to be happy. Right. And um my brother said the other day something very interesting. Um he said you can't watch a movie without there being some girl power or gay pride in it these days. No one makes normal movies anymore. And I was shook. I was like what what does a normal movie look like then? Men walking around stoically and women being submissive and passive? Right. Like, I mean, that's why Ray is so important to me because she, she her goal is not to get the boy in the end. Her mm-hmm. her goal is to achieve her mission, achieve her purpose. And it was even now like something so admiring and something that I really needed as a little girl but like 
hearing that from my brother, one of the people I admire the most in the world, just gave me a glimpse of how some men may view women, or at the very least, their lack of understanding the importance of representation. Right. Right. I mean, and and we, that's what I was talking about, representation. I mean, there's all different types of representation, you know, like with like um body image or with gender or sexuality or, or skin color or skin color or socioeconomic status or like breaking stereotypes or um like disabilities like there's all types of representation that unless you're a part of that group you won't even notice mm-hmm. or unless you've taken like a cultural awareness class which I have and whatever like then you start to notice like right. Some people are missing from this picture. Absolutely. Or like, oh, like sometimes you can tell like, oh, this company made a point to like make sure different people were accounted for. Right. You know? And so like how great will our world be when every company does that and we don't have to like notice it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like when it doesn't feel like, I don't want to say fabricated, but when it's not like, oh... Like, you know, we love Aerie, and, like, it's very clear they're making a point to, like, try to be inclusive in different ways. Yeah. But, like, I wish that it wouldn't have to be that way. You know, like, I wish it was just, like... Natural. Why is... why do we have standard. to Why do we have to include people that, like, have stretch marks? Like, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Like, most people have stretch marks, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, why do we have to include someone that has, like, a disability? Like, why are, why is it not just, like, they're already, like, in? Yeah, like, why does it have to be the word include? Right. Why well, is it not just... Like, the status quo. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, you know, maybe your brother has noticed is, like, movies are breaking the status quo. Right. And that's Which is what, crucially important. Right. And that's why you loved Ray so much, you know, because she did break the status quo in, in a certain way. For you, something that's so important is, like... Um, like the love story in a movie or like the lack thereof. Mm -hmm. Like a girl can be more than her falling in love, even though we love that. You know, like a girl can be more than that. And like her story like doesn't end because his does or his part ends. Right. And I think that that is like one of the biggest parts about my love for Ray so much, you know, because like, Spoiler alert, how much would I have loved it if they ended up together? You know, like, I literally, (laughs) y'all, I was screaming, I was screaming, and then I was pouting. (laughs) It just would have been so perfect and so natural. Please don't remind me. But what makes Ray so much better and so perfect for me is that it didn't end that way. Right. And her story continued, and she was okay in the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, even Disney princesses like Pocahontas or Mulan, who have a mission, a purpose that they are completing, there's still a love interest on the side, and the story still ends with that love interest happening. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even Katniss, who I admired deeply as a high schooler, she still ended, her story still ended yeah. being married and having kids. Yeah. 
Like, even Katniss, who yeah. was so girl power. She was so strong. Oh, my gosh. She was so admirable. Intense. And intense. Mm-hmm. And she went through so much. And her story still ended that way. Like, it just, even in stories like that of girls being strong and independent, it still reconditioned that mentality. Yeah. And what does that do to us? Like, what does that do to young girls? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, all the characters that you're naming, like the Disney princesses and, you know, Bella from Twilight and Katniss from Hunger Games, like all of them. And we could go on and on. Mm -hmm. Like, we could go on and on. Like, we could start talking about TV shows. Like, with Hannah Montana, which we, I'm sure a lot of people have seen that are listening to this podcast, like, there was... So, it was so much about love. Mm-hmm. And the, the, they were in middle school, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Like, it was so much about that. And it's because, like, that's what our culture is, like, wanting and, like, like and desiring so much. And because it's marketable. Like, it's, right. it gets people. It definitely does. And But I think that, like, I guess while we've been talking about it for the last few minutes, I've just been thinking, like... Our culture, like, is missing something, clearly. Like, we're trying to fill a void that it's not working. Whatever we try to put in, it's not working. And it's love, like, obviously. Like, that sounds so cheesy. But, like, clearly it's love. And, like, when you don't have, like, God who is love, then, like, you won't be able to fill that fully. And then you try, but, like, the easiest way to portray love is, like, in a romantic way. Right. Like, it's, like, the easy out. Yeah. You know? And so, like, that's why when Frozen came out, it, like, rocked people's worlds because, of course, you still have, like, love with, um... A love interest in the story. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that that's beautiful because it is a big part of, like, who we are as humans, like... God created us to be in relationship, in romantic relationship. But there needed to be an act of true love to save her. Mm -hmm. And it was her own, it was Anna's own act of true love Mm -hmm. that saved her. Mm -hmm. Like, Elsa was going to, like, you know, find her or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it was Anna's own act of self-love, or sister love mm-hmm. that saved her right which is mind-blowing right and so that's why it was like wow like look disney can do can talk about love but it doesn't have to be you know a prince mm-hmm. like it can be like your family can be like enough for you right now right like not saying there that's always going to be how it's going to be but like they're enough for you right now like your sister can help you get through whatever you're going through at this moment, right. even though she's not, like, Prince Charming. Right. But, you know, tying it back to what I kind of started us off talking about, every single character that you've named is thin. Yeah. Every single character that we've talked about, and I've been, you know, thinking about it this whole time, they're all thin. So, like, what does that do? Like, that's something we don't even notice because it's not talked about in the story. It's not like, hi, I'm Elsa, and I'm skinny. (laughs) Like, it's not like, hi, I'm Katniss. Like, I'm a beast, and I'm, like, toned to, like, all get out. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not. No one talks about it. Like, and it's just like, oh, well, that's, like, these are what normal, like, girls look like. Yeah, that's the expected. That's the the normal. And what I was just saying a second ago, what does that do to us? 
right? What does that do to our mindset? These are our role models that we're looking at, like, over and over and over again. And it is a subconscious, like, conditioning. Right. Right. Yeah, it really is. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with being thin. Like, some people are just built thin. And then some people are just, like, built, like, in a larger body. Mm -hmm. Like, some people are in between. Like, we're just all existing, you know? And, like... So it's just, like, talking, tying it even more to, like, the love thing. It's, like, when you have, like, all the Disney princesses that are thin and most of their stories have to do with falling in love, like, what does that do to, like, young younger girls who are, like, quote-unquote, like, chubby or, like, or how, you know, teens are talking now, like, thick. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see thick princesses. Mm-mm. And it's, like... It's not... They, like, semi-tried with Merida, and it did not... They did? Yeah, I think so. Like, semi. I have barely seen Brave, so I She was, like, I don't know, like, ripping out of her dress. Yeah, she had... I mean, there's more context of the story, but she had, like, a really tight dress on, and then she needed to, like, do her bow and arrow, and it, like, ripped. Mm -hmm. Like, all the seams ripped. Right. (laughs) I just don't But she's still, like, thin. But I think they were, like, I don't know, trying to... She had, like, a chubby... By making her bust out of her clothes? (laughs) Like, that's awful! She had, like, chubby cheeks and, like, I guess the big hair added. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I think that's what they were trying to do. Well, I hope not, because if they... If that was trying, that was terrible try. But yeah, none of the characters. And like, okay, let's talk about my favorite movie. My favorite movie is A Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore in it. I love Mandy Moore. She is gorgeous. Like, I love her and she stands also, like, in her regular, like, real life, she stands for wonderful things. And like I said, this is in no way, shape, or form, like, hating on thin people at all. Like, that's not what that is. It's just like, other people need to be represented, too. Absolutely. And so, like, in in A Walk to Remember, which clearly, like, shaped how, a lot about how I thought about love. Yeah, and basically the movie was her real life, except for the fact of her dying. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like, there there are a lot of similarities. But, um, yeah, it was, even with my favorite movie, you know, like, I cannot, I seriously. she had cancer. Okay, yes, and also <laughs> she, but also that's what I'm saying, like, it's it's not even about being healthy or unhealthy, like, I mean, hold on, back up, woo, 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 rewind, this is what I'm talking about, it's like, yes, she was sick in that movie, but like, even if she wouldn't have been, like, she still is a thin person. Yeah. But, like, you're saying, like, skinny doesn't always equate healthy. And right, fat, for lack of a better word, doesn't always equate unhealthy. Right. Exactly. Because it just doesn't. Like, there are, I watch a lot of YouTube, like, YouTubers, and my favorite YouTubers, like, consider themselves and I'm using a term that they use to be in mid-sized bodies because that's the easiest way to explain it. Like, in their um, YouTube videos, they talk a lot about, like, clothing and stuff like that. 
and they'll talk about like they're not they're like at the end of like standard sizing and like the beginning of um plus size mm. sizing but they're like in the middle mm. so like how complicated does that make things yeah. you know and of course like shopping is like you know very american very like developed country thing mm-hmm. or whatever so it's like a privilege to even be able to be like oh no this like they don't have my size but like also like we live in a very wealthy country that like should be able to make clothing that fits people who are in like a larger body because the like the truth of the matter is is like it's not like it's impossible and like it's not like these women that I watch on YouTube are like you know on like a crazy like I don't know TLC show that are like can't get out of their bed right like it's not like it's gotten to the point of like being unhealthy it's right. like they it's live just how their bodies shaped it's right. just how their bodies grew like right it's like you're just built that way like, right and like when you, when you, your favorite youtuber is like vegetarian or whatever she's literally, she like exercises all the time yeah, because, like, that's what makes her body feel good. Yeah. Like, she regularly exercises. She's a vegetarian. Not saying that vegetarians... Like, I think we so often are like, oh, vegetarians are healthy. Like, obviously, they can eat just, like, carbs and yeah. whatever. But, like, she does eat healthy, like, lots of fruits and vegetables. And, of course, she also just eats like a normal person. Like, right. she eats chips. Like, she eats... She drinks coffee. Like, it's not crazy. But, like... She has people in her comments that are like, you're lying about, like, your size, or you're lying that you're a vegetarian, or, like, how much you exercise, and she was, she's like, why would I lie about that? (laughs) Like, no, this is just how my body looks. Like, sometimes I gain weight, sometimes I lose weight, sometimes I stay the same, like, Mm -hmm. and that's just how it is, and they talk so much about, like, body positivity, but even further than that, just, like, body like neutrality Mm. like that sounds so like such like a hippie kind of thing to like start to talk about but like why Why does it matter yeah why does it matter like I would so much rather like have been brought up in a mindset of body neutrality instead of like you know raising my shirt when I'm looking in the mirror to be like oh like how do I look like at 12 right you know Right, like, I will look back now, like, I'm 23 right now, I look back at pictures of myself, like, in high school, or from middle school, and I can remember what that girl in the picture was thinking, Mm. and I'm like, she thought that she was overweight? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And then I'm thinking to myself now, now I think that because I'm like, oh, well, I've gained a lot of weight since then. And I'm like, you grew up. But why do I think that? Like, why is that a bad thing? Mm. Like, why why do we equate gaining weight equals bad? Right. That's what our culture does. Absolutely. Like, with any body type. It's mm-hmm. like, gaining weight is bad, losing weight is good. Mm-hmm. Like, we've talked about this several times. When I was going through the worst time in my life, the worst, felt like walking through hell on earth with my anxiety and depression, I lost a lot of weight, not on purpose. When I came back to school, people would ask me and you because they knew you were my best friend, like, or just comment about it. Like Rachel lost weight. Like she looks so good. Like blah, blah, blah. 
Why? Why? It was one of the things that, like, one of those things that I've never been more mad about. Like, it made me so mad. And I would, like, snap on people, like, accidentally. But, like, just because I knew the torment that she had just experienced and how losing weight was just a side effect of that. Like, I mean, when I went through my anxiety, like, in high school, I lost a lot of weight, too. Like, I remember going to the doctor and, or, no, I was, like, getting a dress fitting or whatever. And I was, Mm -hmm. like, it was probably just from, you know, what I just went through. And it's not, like, people just need to be more aware of... Or being more empathetic about what people might be going through. You know, just right. recently, um, Chadwick Boseman died, who was oh Black gosh. Panther. And I, there were, like, people on the internet who were making fun of him for losing weight. He was going through cancer! Like, right. you never know what people are going through. Like, just keep the weight of someone out of your mind and out of your mouth. Well, it's just, like, why is that even the thing that we would say. Like, why is that so important that we would comment on it? Like, how many things do we skip over? Why would it be a compliment? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is having stretch marks or having thicker thighs or having a belly or, like, having lines on your stomach because when you sit, your, like, belly folds over itself, why is that bad? Like, when did that become, like, Oh, that's bad. Yeah. That is seriously as natural as it gets. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't help that when I sit. And, like, I'm not even, like, I don't even know how to explain this. Like, it's not like I'm, like... You wouldn't describe yourself as, like, the medium size. Like, you're... No. Like, I, like, I don't care if people know a size, like, pant I wear or whatever. Like, usually with clothing, with clothing, like... I wear, like, anywhere from a small to a large. Like, don't even get me started about, like clothing sizing it is so mixed up but like in like jeans I wear a size six like I'm a very like average typed body and here I am in an average in our society what average looks like feeling overweight Mm -hmm. or feeling like not as pretty because my thighs rub together well I think it just goes to show like how marketable anything can be if it's portrayed in the media a certain way. And what I mean by that is, like, you see beautiful people on TV all the time. So what everyone wants to do is feel beautiful. So they will buy the expensive makeup. They'll go get Botox. They'll go do these things that cost money, that help them be more beautiful. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just a money and marketing system. Well, even if it's, like, something more simple even of, like, I'm going to, like, buy this at-home workout YouTube thing. Or I'm going to, like, do, like, the juicing Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, I'm only going to drink, I don't know, like, juice for two days. You know, like, things like that that wouldn't even cost, like, but that become, like, oh, yeah, like, that's what you do. Like, yeah, people target our insecurities to get money. But, like, it's not even our insecurities. Like, they became our insecurities because... That's what we were told. That's what, exactly, that's what we were told. Like, because for so long, it's, it's like a bigger body is equals bad. So I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, well then where's the solution? Like, where's our answer? You know what I mean? Because where do we figure out like 
the lies basically that we're told and where our the truth is and where we should actually take advice and standards from. And for us as Christians, that would be the Bible, right? right? So immediately when you're talking about like, you know, how we look or whatever, the first thing that came to mind was um, a chapter, a few verses in Matthew 6, um, starting at 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that was Matthew six twenty five through 34. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. And, and I think to answer, like, another part of your question of, like, what is the solution? <clears throat> like, obviously, the first solution is to, like, you know, if you're a Christian, to, like, talk to God about it and, like, help, like, get his help to point out, like, have the Holy Spirit point out and make you aware of when you are having thoughts like maybe negative thoughts about your body or negative thoughts about other people's bodies Mm, like that's important like just like get rid of that Mm -hmm. like get rid of that because you don't know Mm -hmm. like you don't know what their health is you don't know like what they've been through you just don't Mm -hmm. so like just you know whatever and like we're we're and it could go my way too like I could be sitting here being like, oh my gosh, like Mandy Moore is so beautiful and like she's so thin and like blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know what she's been through. Like, I don't know what her health is. Is she really healthy? Or like she just has a really high metabolism. Right. Or like, I don't know. Our bodies are built differently on the outside and on the inside. Exactly. And I feel like that's like the main point. Like this conversation feels like really vulnerable, which is what we want it to be. But like, I also just want to make it like very, very clear that, like, whatever your body looks like, like, that's good. Like, it's not just, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, your body is good. And and also, like, I think more importantly than how you look is, like, how you feel. Like, that's what I forgot to say this, like, a few weeks ago when we were kind of talking about this. But, like, my mom has had a really big, big impact on me with... Um, how she just, like, didn't really talk about her body or other people's bodies, and especially not my body when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, and I am blessed to have, like, a mom that did that and, or, like, you know, didn't talk about that kind of thing. Because I definitely have other family members that I love that do. Mm -hmm. And, like, my grandma. Mm -hmm. I love my grandma. And, like, she would always tell me how beautiful I am. And she would also tell me when I looked thinner. And, but she loved me all the time. But, like, she would point out, like, you look thin. Like, you look so good. And then I'm like, well, what about the other times? Like, that, and that happens, you know, 
just like with the anxiety, it's like, what did I look like before when I was 20 or 30, whatever pounds, like, bigger? Right. Anyway, I digress. But, yeah, just with my mom, I feel so blessed because she didn't talk about her body in a negative way or, like, really at all. And I think that's, like, the perfect picture of body neutrality mm-hmm. is, like, this is my body. Yeah. Like, and, of course, there were sometimes like, whatever. Like, we all are going to have moments where we're like, oh, like... I wish it wasn't like that or whatever. Like, we're human. We can think that way. It's not like just completely never do anything to, like, make you feel healthy or make you feel good. But my mom would say it's not about the number on the scale. It's about, like, how you feel. Yeah, I think that's a really important takeaway because, you know, if you feel bad in the the body that you're in and, and you are wanting to, in a healthy way, you know, improve your body, then by, by all means do that. Like if exercising is something that makes you really happy, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Exercising is not something that makes you happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't do that. Um, but you know, it's, it's, again, it's just really how you feel, not really how you look. Right. And so I guess, like, tying it back in with the media, it's, like, even though my mom was, like, I don't know if she was intentional about doing this or it just, like, happened because, like, that's just who she is. But, like, she didn't really talk about it. And then, but, like, here I am still opening up this podcast talking about how I, as a 23-year-old woman, like, struggle with body image issues. Right, so where did you get that from? And, and, like, the only thing that comes to mind is, like, our society at large and especially our media yeah which makes sense yeah exactly and I guess I could go on and say the same thing about that like my mom never really taught me about love and like I wasn't you know able to see my parents like kind of represented I mean of course I had memories of them younger Mm -hmm. by all means I did of course like I have very vivid memories of them being together um but like when it was at that point of figuring it out I guess and more so thinking about it in an intentional way um, like in middle school or early high school my ways of grasping that was through you know the movies that I grew up watching Mm -hmm. and through the books that I was reading Mm -hmm. So, I don't really know what my um, closing line for what I was talking about would be. Um, I guess my encouragement to other people is really what I got out of Ray. Of just, you're capable and um, you're capable on your own. And your purpose should not be to find love and your life doesn't start there. It it's started way, way before that. Mm-hmm. And when it's the right time, it'll happen. Yeah. That's good. And true. Yep, and that's all I have. I have nothing. <laughs> I don't have much advice in this area. But, yeah. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, so we covered a lot. Yeah. I guess it really just, I mean, we talked a lot about how um, much what we see in media has impacted us. And I guess it's not really something that you really um, always notice, but it's something that I'm super aware of, like, as I've gotten older, just because I realize how much it has impacted my mindset on so many things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really true. And, like, we could keep talking. Like, I already have other things that we could keep, (laughs) like, saying. But I do just want to, like, really emphasize again the point of like 
like your body is good and like God gave you the body that you're in and like if you're taking care of it to the best of your ability at this time then like that's good Mm -hmm. you know like you can like eat healthy and you can also eat other foods that society is like that's unhealthy Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother thing like don't (laughs) I don't need to go into it but like why are some foods like bad like a cookie is not inherently bad like ice cream is not inherently bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like society in... just like stuck the label like, "Oh, that's unhealthy." Right. I mean, it's all in, you know, proportions. Exactly. So, anyway, if you want to go eat that ice cream, girl, you go eat that ice cream. Right. And if you want to eat a bowl full of broccoli, which I've done before, <laughs> then you do that. Like you should do that, you know? <sighs> so, anyway, all bodies are good bodies and your life, I guess what we're ending with is all bodies are good bodies and your life starts before and will go on after you find love. Yeah. I think that's a good closing. And also maybe from going forward, think about more intentionally the media that you are absorbing Mm -hmm. and where you see what's lacking. Yeah. What parts are you seeing that are lacking? Yeah. That are existent in our world. Yeah. Whether that's, you know, size or women's purpose in life or skin color. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. Think about think about those things and um, maybe have a conversation about that with the people around you about why is it this way? Why is that the standard? Right. Question question the status quo as like cliche as that sounds it's I think it's an important thing that we do as you know adult women young young adult women like progressive Christian women yeah like if Jesus said like we're supposed to love all people Mm -hmm. then like we have to even know who all people are again it's just your it's just your mindset it's just open up open up your mind open up your expand um what you see And what you absorb, and it will do wonders to how you see the world. Right. And where you see things that are lacking, and figure out ways to fill those. And also, it just kind of can get you outside of yourself. Right. It's like... We're such an individualistic society. Right. And such a selfish society, and like, me, 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 that's what's important. Mm -hmm. But Jesus never worked that way. Ever. Right. He was the complete opposite of that. Right. And Jesus is our ultimate role model, right? That's what we say. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We did kind of bounce around, but I hope ultimately you got um, something to take away from it. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. We really like doing this, and it helps us get all of our thoughts out and it's really fun for us yeah so thanks for joining us and listening and we hope we'll see you on the next one bye Bye.